Welcome to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to O's Corner. I'm your host, Onyi, and I am so grateful for the opportunity to be here with all of you. Thank you for listening in. Thank you to those that have been listening since I began this podcast. Thank you to those that have listened to any episode, however many episodes that has been. I'm just so grateful. And before we get into the topic of today, let us continue with this gratitude. Again, something that I make a practice, a ritual of doing is taking a moment in the beginning of anything to give thanks, to honor, to appreciate, to recognize, to welcome. And I welcome you. I welcome your higher self. I greet your higher self. I greet my higher self. I'm grateful that we made the decision to incarnate at this time on this version of Earth, experiencing everything we are experiencing, the positive, the neutral, the negative, whether we prefer it or not, we have the ability and the permission to utilize it in ways that help us become more of who we are, to grow, to learn, to expand, to reflect, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful for and I thank and acknowledge the ancestors. Thank you to my own ancestors. I thank you to your ancestors. I acknowledge our collective ancestors, our ancestors going back to the very beginning of time, the ancestors of the lands that we occupy, the ancestors that are not human, everything that came before us, everything without whom, without what, we wouldn't be here. They paved the way for us. And may we pave the way May we clear the way, may we break through whatever we need to break through in order for our future generations to be, to know their wholeness, to know their power, to know their beauty, to know that they are worthy, to know that there's nothing they need to do to be valuable. They get to be here. They are here. Thank you, ancestors. Thanking and honoring the directions, east, west, north, south, above and below, all the directions, And may we make the choices in the direction of our preference, knowing that in whatever direction we are going, there is no wrong. It is all right because it is teaching us something. It is teaching us something about ourselves, about the worlds around us, about everything inside of us, outside of us. I thank you. I thank you to the elements and elementals. May we remember your energies within us, outside of us, as us, through us. May we see our reflections in you. Thank you for your existence. Thank you to the beings in the plant, mineral, and animal kingdoms. Thank you for the reflections that you are. You are what you are. You are who you are, period. There's no thought behind it. May we learn from your reflection and just be who we are channeling whatever we need to channel in the moment because that is what is there to do. I thank you for your existence. Thank you to everything on earth, everything outside of this beautiful earth, all of existence. We are all one and we are all important elements of the all that is without any one of us. The all that is wouldn't be the all that is and I'm grateful to be here. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. May I always be in gratitude. May I always be humble. May I always be in the recognition, in the awareness, in the knowledge that I get to be whatever there is for me to be at every given moment. 
Thank you. Ashe. So today is a fifth Friday, which again, there are only five months in the year, in this year, that have five Fridays, whereas the rest of the months, seven months, have four Fridays. So the fifth Friday was designated as the wildcard Friday, being a time where I basically do and say what there is for me to do and say without a specific pre-designated topic or subject. And it is also the final episode of this season, season one of O's Corner. I made the decision recently to have seasons and to have moments of rest in between seasons to just reflect, to consider the direction of the podcast, to consider what I want to do brand new for the podcast or whether I want to continue in any specific current direction. So again, thank you to those that have been listening for as long as you've been listening and I really appreciate it. And I pray that you have received whatever there is for you in any of these podcasts in the combination of the podcasts um, through all the episodes, whatever you needed in order to be more of who you are, in order to see things from a different perspective, in order to perhaps ground more firmly in the perspective that you currently hold, if it serves you. And yeah, I've learned a lot myself from the experience that I've had thus far. Again, as I say certain things, it's reminders to me of different ideas that I have and different things that I contemplate and ways in which I prefer to be, to operate from, and to just to navigate in this existence. So I'm learning, I'm learning as well, and I'm looking forward to the continual learning process. So what was coming up for me to do today was to actually pull some cards from my favorite tarot deck. And in my sessions, my spiritual life coaching sessions. Sometimes when I do live impromptu transmissions, I will oftentimes pull either tarot or oracle cards. And I am not a conventional tarot reader. That is a whole science and whole practice and process that is well-established, has been here for generations, and there are other people that are more attuned to that work and who are very well-versed in the structure of tarot. And how I utilize them is as kind of reminders and permission slips to help ground whatever messages are kind of floating around in the ethers, in my consciousness, in kind of the things that I'm seeing, and it helps me to kind of ground the information. So I use them as reminders, kind of paying more attention to images, to numbers, to colors, whether within one individual card or across multiple cards. Sometimes I'll look at a combination of cards and kind of see a story, see a specific message that is connecting all of the cards together, whether it be two cards, whether it be 20 cards. It just depends on whatever spirit is directing me to do in the moment. So what I was directed to do was to pull three cards, and that actually synchronistically and symbolically is connected to my birthday number. And as I've mentioned in the past, I am a quasi-numerologist where I take 
numbers, combinations of numbers. I do the numerological reduction of numbers and associate those numbers with whatever comes to mind for me to associate them with, whether it be Orisha, which are the specific divinities that come from the Yoruba tradition of West Africa, whether it be numerological concepts, whether it be angel numbers, whether it be some other piece of information that I have learned from a variety of sources. And so 39, 3 plus 9 is equal to 12, and 1 plus 2 is equal to 3, and 3 has an interesting position in several different traditions in the Ifa and Orisha traditions. The number three is associated with Eshu or Elegba, Elegwa, the divine messenger, the divine trickster, the owner of the crossroads, the beginning and the end, the opener and closer of doors. So for me, I see that this time, this birthday, this year around the sun is the beginning of or the coming to an end of a massive time of doors opening and closing for me, a massive time of shifts, a massive time of me really seeing the multiple dimensions of life in a new way than I had seen them before or considered them before really looking at my integrity and my character and the things that I continue to work towards when it comes to those things and always having balance, always being centered, always having integrity and catching myself when I act from places that don't have the integrity that I prefer to have. Seeing the humor and the comedy of life and learning to laugh more at myself, learning to laugh in general, learning to be more in my joy, opening the doors to my joy opening the doors to my peace, opening the doors to so much more. Three is also the number that is associated with Ogun, one of Ogun's numbers. And Ogun clears the path, is all about breakthrough, is a warrior, is a blacksmith, deals with creative energy, also deals with integrity and honesty and having a pure heart. And for me, the work has been and continues to be chipping away at everything that is the antithesis of having a pure heart and really reflecting on past decisions, past circumstances, past situations, and learning from them in order to really speak to and allow for me to act in the ways that I'm acting in the present and to create a path to clear the path for future versions of me and future generations to again continue to be in a place of integrity. The number three, when I think of that number, I also think about triangles. I think about the idea that the triangle is the first stable shape. So that idea of entering into a place of stability on many fronts. I also consider the Trinity. You know, there's been so much talk about the binary and how we have locked ourselves into the idea of the binary in many different ways and how the fixation on the binary does not allow for the multiplicity that there actually is. And for me, you know, anything that we have put into this dichotomy, this paradigm of the binary, really considering that everything is actually a trinity. You know, for me, I don't mind the binary too much as long as within the experience or the expression of the binary, there is that room and flexibility for everything in between. So it's almost like a spectrum with the 
specific elements that are considered the binary being on two ends of that spectrum with so many different, pretty much an endless possibility of experiences in between. So really it's that trinity, you know, the one end, the other end, and then that space in between that is neither nor or both and to varying degrees, again, in a multiplicity of expressions, of experiences. Looking at just where we see the number three in so many different places, you know, the idea of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Maiden, Mother, Crone, just, I mean, so many different traditions, I'm sure in your minds you can think about all sorts of things. So just even you think to yourself what the number three represents or what comes to mind when you think about the number three. Just meditate on that for as long as you need to, whether as you're listening or after you finish listening to this podcast and see kind of what it reminds you of and see how it helps shift anything that is needing to be shifted for you at this time. But the cards that I pulled today were specifically, and this deck is actually the Osho Zen Tarot deck, and this is one of my favorite decks. I don't have a lot of decks, but the ones that I do have, I use quite often. I develop a relationship with them, as do other individuals who use cards, I would imagine. You develop a certain relationship with the deck. You know, you become accustomed to seeing the specific cards and how they work with you, how they work with you as you are potentially working with other individuals, and the different messages that continue to come through that are not always the same. You know, I can look at one card from moment to moment and see completely different things because in those moments, my consciousness is picking up on different messages, different entities, different beings that are wanting to be expressed, that are wanting to be communicated with in the moment. So it's quite interesting and fascinating when we look at these cards, but in general, when we look at any type of permission slip that we use to really just tap into the knowledge that we already have within us. So the cards that I picked are the source, patience, and breakthrough. And what is really interesting about these cards, and I'll put a link in the episode notes to where you can find some images of these specific cards if you are not familiar with them already. But I put them in order of kind of what I see as a specific series, a specific, I guess, process of birthing, of actually of being a seed or an egg than a person being in the pregnancy phase and then a person experiencing breakthrough. And it's really beautiful because, oh, that's so interesting. I just thought about this. So as I was saying before, the the binary, when we look at the idea of it being a trinity and specifically what comes up to mind is when we're looking at gender, you know, we can oftentimes get locked into male, female, masculine, feminine, and associate or assign those specific terms or descriptions to specific gendered bodies, specific identities that are forced onto people or that people identify as themselves. But 
we can be fixed on the idea that one belongs to another without recognizing, in my perspective, that we all contain all the genders and all the sexualities and all the sexual expressions and sexual energies. So we are the spectrum and just depending on whatever needs to be expressed by an individual kind of throughout life or in any given moment is whatever energy needs to come through. But what's really beautiful about the selection of cards that I chose was, you know, the source card is a card that is filled predominantly with the shape of circles or spheres. You have the one central sphere that is kind of a brighter color and then surrounding it are additional spheres. It actually looks like an egg. And interestingly enough, the way that the design and the patterns of some of the items within one of the surrounding circles looks like sperm attempting to break through into the egg and to fertilize the egg. So that's very interesting because the next image is the patient's card, which is a female person who is pregnant and there are moons above her head and they are different phases of the moon, basically the moon cycle, and she's surrounded by colors and flowers and fabrics and textures and just rainbows and the idea of just patience and allowing for that gestational period, that time of pregnancy before then we have the next card, which is the breakthrough card, which is literally an individual. It looks like it could be a male person or androgynous. I'm not even sure, but what I was mentioning before of just the interesting balance of the male female energy and then the space in between. So prior to any type of solidification of a sexual energy or a gender, you have that again, that space in between where they are neither nor. And so it really is speaking to the idea of just this being a time that is varied for a lot of people. Some people are in the fertilization phase. You know, different elements are coming together, being merged together in order to begin the process of creating something new, something new within you, something new outside of you, whether that is in projects, in business, in careers, in relationships, in other experiences, whatever that is, that is where you're at right now. Some people are in the phase where the fertilization has already occurred. And so now you are actually nurturing this embryo, nurturing this being that is growing within you, this partnership, this creative project, whatever it is. And your work is to really be in this place of, you know, continuing to feed it, feed yourself with things that are nourishing you, things that are really pleasing to you, things that you find beautiful, things that put you in a state of peace, in a state of ease, in a state of joy, in that beauty, really, as you do that for yourself, then that embryo that is growing within you, that life, that creative project that is really being cultivated also is receiving the nutrients that it needs from you because you are feeding yourself. And then some of you are in this place of breakthrough. You know, you've gone through the pregnancy period, you've carried a project, a relationship, all these different things for however length of time was needed. And it's ready to birth that project. It's ready to release it out into the world. It's ready to have it be experienced and witnessed by 
individuals outside of yourself and really being in the courage to do so, to break through. Maybe you've been hiding away for some time. Maybe you've been incubating. Maybe you've been a caterpillar. I know I definitely have been in that space myself. And it's really time for you to come out, to burst through, to show everyone your beautiful wings, to experience and have others experience the things that you've been working on so tirelessly and so patiently and so diligently. Where are you in any one of these phases? And also, are you in a phase that you're not fully appreciating? You know, oftentimes, and as I'm looking at the word patience, we can become so impatient about the process. We're in one specific stage and we want to be in another stage because of our conditioning, because of comparison. We see other people and we imagine or know or actually see what phase they're in and because of the nature of competition, because of ideas of jealousy, because of ideas of validity and worth, we want to be where they are when what we need to do is actually ground where we are and appreciate that moment and not try to rush it, not try to extend it even. Some people want to be in a specific phase for longer than is necessary. And either of those two decisions really either of those two perspectives to try to rush something so that you get to another place or you try to hold on to something to avoid going to another place because you just want this thing to last forever. Either of those two places can be from a place of anxiety because ultimately you're not allowing the things to be what they will be, what they are. So really the work is to be in any given stage, enjoy that specific stage, Allow that stage to pass because it is now time to move on to another stage. Close the doors to that. Again, that issue energy, closing the doors to things and opening the doors to the next phase, welcoming it with open arms, allowing it to be what it needs to be so that you have that appreciation for every single step of the process. Really allowing each stage to be what it will be. Being patient. And there's a lot of red, red and yellow and like bright colors in the two cards on the sides. So the source card and the breakthrough card. And then the patience card has more of a cool energy to it. Although there's a bit of a rainbow color that is present, but it's a little bit cooler than the other two cards. So for me, it is this interesting balance of action. So, you know, in the beginning, when that fertilization is occurring, there is that highly active place. In the end, when the breakthrough is happening, when the birthing is happening, there is that highly active place. And in the middle, and perhaps through the longest phase, or as the longest phase, I should say, is that time of neutrality and of patience and of sitting and of waiting of coolness. You know, there's a bit of color here and there because there is some activity happening, but Sitting still and being patient is activity in and of itself. It just has a different vibration and frequency than the behavior of movement, of that fire energy, of that action. It's so interesting. It's really a balance when I'm looking at these three cards together and reminding us to really be in balance in everything that we do. Balanced in our thoughts, balanced in our words 
balance in our action. And so I think a big message too is really identifying the ways in which you are not in balance. Have you had long periods of activity where you've been very active to where what will bring you balance is to actually rest, to sit still, to be at peace and at ease? Have you been sitting still? Have you been, again, cocooning, kind of taking a step back to where what is in balance for you now is to take a step forward, is to do some sort of act in a different way than you've been doing? What is that for you? Where do you need balance? Also, with the bright colors, you know, the predominant color that I see or that is standing out is the red color. Although, again, there's the red, orange, and yellow. So it's reminding me of the chakra system. And specifically with red, the root chakra, with orange, the sacral chakra, with yellow, the solar plexus. Really looking at the bottom half of the body. So let's say that the bottom half of the body and really the root, the foundation, the lower end, if we're thinking of as above and so below, I think some people can be very much in the heady space and the kind of ethereal out there space. And they don't tend to or mind the spaces below. And when you don't mind, tend to really ground in those spaces below, then, well, you're not grounded. (laughs) You're not grounded. And so a lot of grounding is necessary. A lot of root work is potentially necessary for folks. Really the root looking at our ideas of stability, our ideas of support, our ideas of belonging, of survival, and so many other things related to the root. With our sacral chakra, We look at our creativity, our sexuality, our sense of worth and value. Finances are governed by that area as well. So many different things for the sacral chakra. Looking at our solar plexus, our core, our power center, our will, how we show up in the world, how we take a step forward, how we take action And again, so many things related to that and do your own research as far as that goes. But in what ways is there not balance for you when it comes to those areas of your your energetic structure, your energetic being and your physical structure, your physical being? Where are you out of balance when it comes to your stomach, your gut, your sexual organs, your legs, your feet? Where is there imbalance In what ways have you not been moving, moving your feet, walking, running, dancing, doing some sort of exercise? And obviously you're utilizing other parts of your body and not just your (laughs) belly down, but something about moving from your belly down is really coming forward right now. In what ways can you balance when it comes to that? Perhaps there's been a lot of activity with your upper body for whatever reason you've been focusing on that. And so now the work is to focus on your lower body. So again, what's coming through right now is balance. Just in what ways can you be balanced? How are you balanced in your diet? How are you balanced in your water intake? How are you balanced in 
your relationships, how are you balanced in how much you work versus how much you rest and play. Really sit with that idea of balance for yourself. Get honest with yourself about what that looks like and what perhaps needs to change in order for you to, again, close doors that need to be closed and open doors that need to be open. Really allowing for that transformation. The sweetness of that transformation. And really sweetness is coming up as well. Really doing sweet things for yourself. Really inundating yourself in sweetness, in joy, in play. When was the last time you played? Truly played like a child plays. As adults, we can get into this mindset that we have to adult. (laughs) And what that oftentimes means is not being in that childlike joy. There are so many things that we've decided, okay, only children can do that. And we sometimes even barely let children do that. I swear the ways we treat our children and the ways we attempt to condition them out of their pure essence and their joy and their playfulness is so unfortunate. And of course, if we do that to children, I mean, we we had it done to us, so we're just extending to them what has been extending to us. And to me, that cycle stands to be stopped, to be ended, to be broken, Again, breakthrough. (laughs) It's interesting that the figure in this breakthrough card kind of looks like a child. He looks like a child in some ways, you know, in comparison to the other card of the pregnant woman who is a woman, is an adult, a grown person. So you have this adult, but then you have this child energy as well. And existence is asking you to be in, in both, in all of it be in that adult energy, to be in that child energy, and also to be in that elder energy, that elder energy, navigating again from moment to moment in any one of those energies as is necessitated by the circumstances and coming back to that neutral place of nothingness, of that place of rest, rest movement, action, breakthrough, fertilization, pregnancy, childbirth, labor, breakthrough, rest, adult, child, male, female, masculine, feminine, androgynous, the space in between, both and, neither nor, all of it, What is your relationship to all of it? Relationship. That is what this existence is all about. Our relationships. Our relationship to ourselves. Our relationships to everything around us. Everything outside of us. Which is still a reflection of or a manifestation of our relationship with ourselves. So what is your relationship with yourself? Again, in what ways is balance needed? In what ways is a shift needed? In what ways is something different needed? You know, the theme over this month, these last few episodes, has been difference. So 
I end this episode with what needs to be different for you in order to be more in balance, in order to be more in the experience of all aspects of you, in order to be in balance with all the processes that you are experiencing, in order to be in balance with the specific process you are experiencing now so that you may enter into the next step of that process with balance and grounding. Really sit with what that is for you and allow it to be sweet. As you sit with it, remember the sweetness and the joy. We get to be here. We exist. We are worthy and valuable because we are here. So we get to navigate everything we're navigating. And the work is to be grateful for all of it. I'm so grateful for all of it. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you to my higher self. Thank you to your higher self. I thank you to our ancestors. I thank you to the directions. I thank you to the elements and elementals. I thank you to the beings in the plant, mineral, and animal kingdoms. I thank everything on earth, everything outside of earth. I thank the all that is. I thank the universe, the multiverse. I'm just thankful. And I pray that I continue to maintain an energy of gratitude, an energy of humility, an energy of joy. May we all be at peace. May we all be at ease. May we all heal. May we all remember our wholeness. Ashe. Thank you so much. You've been listening to O's Corner with your host, Onyi. Want to know more about Onyi? Log on to onyi.love. That's O-N-Y-I dot love. Thanks for listening.